Did you know that you can apply human design to everything from marketing to scaling and creating your routines? If you have ever been intrigued with human design or you're a little curious just to know a little bit more, stick around because my guest today is an expert in human design. Welcome back to Marketing Strategy Academy podcast, where we help female entrepreneurs go from marketing overwhelm to an easy streamlined strategy and system that includes Pinterest and repurposing content to grow their businesses when they have very little time. I'm your host, Jen Vasquez. Let's jump right into it. Welcome back to our channel, everyone. Today, I am super excited to be chatting with Adina Kroll. She is an international human design coach, sales expert, author, and speaker for six-figure entrepreneurs in their teams. And today, we're going to be providing some unbelievable education that you can listen to for free. So welcome, everyone. Hello, Adina. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm kind of obsessed with human design, so I'm really eager to dig in as well. Um, so to get started, tell me about your business and like how you got started. I always find that so interesting to learn um, from an entrepreneur perspective. Mm, I love that question. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that you're obsessed with human design because, yeah, <laughs> I want everyone to be obsessed. <sighs> the way that I is I have a background in IT. Um, I basically did IT sales for the longest time. And um, that was only because I moved from Germany as a bright 19-year-old <laughs> and I just didn't want to do what I'm told and I didn't want to go to university. So I'm like, well, I'll take whatever I can get. And apparently speaking two languages is great for IT sales because they need people in-house. So I started in IT um, as a bit of a geek myself. That was easy. But the problem is I suck at following orders. Is it how is swearing on this channel, by the way? Just we are know. so cool. Swear away. <laughs> I can try and filter. No, we're uh, good. Really Don't filter. Growing. Fantastic. And so as the years sort of went by, I never knew what I wanted to do. And so I'm going to fast forward. Eventually I decided like, Hey, I'm going to create my own business. I didn't even know that that was an option that I could have, you know, cause you have zero life experience as like a mid 20 year old, but Hey, that's not what it feels like at the time. And, um, Eventually I did start my business after a lot of failed attempts. And then essentially what would happen is I've run my business for a year, year and a half. And I entered this mastermind group, this mentorship group, which I thought was really, really cool. And I thought that it would give me the answer. It was with this really sort of high end coach and she had all her shit together and I kind of saw some results, but I was the perfect student. I was following like everyone else in the group. I was following everything that we were taught um everything that we were told to do was following it down to a t and sort of like a month before the end of the thing i said to her like look i'm just not why am i the only one where this feels gross why am i why isn't this working for me right and like am i broken am i not meant to be doing this oh but that's what you do right yes of course you self-doubt creeps in all the time as an entrepreneur 
right? And I'm like, well, if the strategies that this prolific mentor has given me aren't working for me, maybe I should take it as a sign, right? <laughs> maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I should go back and get a job and maybe I'm just not good enough. Well, anyway, she said to me a month before the end, have you heard of human design? What's your human design to happen? I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know what the hell this is. At that point, I've done my Myers-Briggs, yeah. my strengths, I've done my all of the things. Like, I have tried to find truth everywhere. Um, and anyway, so she told me where to find it. And I came back and I'm like, it says I'm a projector. And she was just like, oh, you're a projector. Well, that makes sense. That's why none of this is working for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, literally, that was my reaction. I'm like, can you tell me that now? <laughs> saved a lot of money <laughs> yeah and so i came to learn about human design so then i got intrigued after i was super bitter at the first time but it made a, <laughs> yeah I, it made a lot of sense so when i read it i was super angry and bitter at the first because i'm just like well what do i just like is none of this working for me are we not meant to be in business as projectors and i took it for gossip and eventually i stopped feeling sad for myself and i'm just like okay how am i going to make this work and that's, um, that's when I became mildly obsessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Describe, so just for people, I'm sure most people these days have heard of human design, but they don't actually understand or know what it's about. So can you describe what human design is? In its simplest form, it is a tool for self-discovery that helps you understand what your energetic blueprint is it helps you understand what your makeup is why you might be thinking the way you think right it doesn't tell you what your personality likes are it doesn't tell you the future it doesn't tell you events <laughs> that are going it's not, it's not a fucking divination tool but it's a tool that helps us to understand how do we understand clarity inside of ourselves how do we become our own authority which is that something is... nowhere yeah, I, that is one of the best descriptions that I've heard. So thank you for that. Because a lot of people think it's like woo woo. And it's it's like not I, I found out uh, about a year ago that I'm a generator. And when I'm reading things about generators, every time I'm reading it, I'm like, that's that's how I feel. That's me. Oh, my gosh. Like, and, and it, I find that human design kind of helps you to know how to work to be at your optimal performance, correct? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I mean, can I... Sorry. No, go oh, ahead. Sorry. When we, I love that you said that you really liked what you were hearing and that you're resonating when you were a generator. When we had that conversation, right? That, like you and I, when I, when I gave you sort of like a mini demonstration of your design, what I thought was so cool is that none of this applies to me. And that's because your design is so vastly different than mine. And that's cool. So how do we utilize that? Right? Yeah, absolutely. So can, and by the way, I, I appreciated that. That was so, so helpful, N not just to prepare for the interview, but like to really understand what you're going to be educating on better, like way better than just like reading it. So can you describe um, generally speaking, what each human design is. And um, yeah, let's start with that. <laughs> yeah, sure. So it's, um, 
we've got at the moment we have got five types in human design we've got the generators the manifesting generators we've got the projectors the reflectors and the manifestors um the manifesting generators and the generators um or rather let me start with each individually because one of them is a hybrid the generators are here for mastery you're really sort of here to show us what it looks like to delight and mastery and to be the elite um manifesting generators are a unique hybrid of manifestors and generators and manifesting generators are here to master the art of shortcuts you're really here to sort of show us that when you feel pulled in every which direction you're not here to like really go down in too much detail you're here to master shortcuts move on come back master shortcuts to show us that life is meant to be so linear right um then we've got the manifestors they're really here to trailblaze they're here to um start new things the person who downloaded the idea of human design was a manifester so they they're really here to sort of bring initiate people and things into form and then let them go the projectors are your natural guides and leaders and one thing i have to say this because everyone always does this there's everyone can be a leader everyone can be anything just because that's a natural inclination doesn't mean that other types can't do mastery doesn't mean that other types can't do this we are all everything human design is not limiting but there's always a natural progression for each type so for projectors this is to be a natural leader and guide to guide everyone's energy and show them what everyone's individual success looks like without overworking themselves without doing too much and then we've got the reflectors the reflectors are the rarest of all types with 1% of the entire world population and they're here to really be the um the health checker for the community to tell us and reflect back what is healthy what in this community needs working on what is working really really well they're really here to sort of amplify and show us the health of the community as a whole so that we can keep evolving brilliant brilliant so how would human design help entrepreneurs to not burn out cuz i feel like that's really rampant as an entrepreneur where you're one person kind of doing everything before you maybe have a team and things like that so burnout is really really prevalent um so how could human design maybe help entrepreneurs to not do that yeah um i'm going to start with a slight diversion to that question cuz to understand okay. how it works we need to understand why we need a tool like this in the first place and that is because society has taught us that we need to seek truth and clarity outside of ourselves basically what that means is that from the moment you're born we have people who we perceive as authority figures who we perceive know about us better than we do and that's a problem because that kind of authority only really works if you trust that the other person knows more about you than you do and so when you look at things like um uh, when we look at things like business school career success all of these things there's a general consensus of what that looks like right you work hard you earn your penny honest like things like an an honest days work for an honest days pay that kind of thing right money doesn't grow on trees and all of these things they're great morals in and of itself because they're looking at integrity they're just like well if i make money honestly then that's great but what it also does is it doesn't look at okay well what about a situation fulfills me because 
Mm. No longer in a space where we need to work for pure survival. If you really need money, you can go and get any job, yeah. any job. You can go and do anything. There's always something that you can do. You can go to the flea market, sell some shit. You can, I don't know, clean floor somewhere. There's always something you can do. Money isn't the issue. We are no longer needing to constantly work. Obviously, it's a very broad statement. There are obviously people. Yes, 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 yes. Who need to work. But in this, in this world, when you are self-employed, there's a reason why you choose self-employment, and that is usually freedom. That means that that survival aspect isn't the most important for you. It means that you want a thriving aspect of your business. And there's a difference. And so the moment we look at, okay, how can I create a business that's successful and easy and one where I don't burn myself out? It's usually the moment when we start looking for mentors. It's usually you start looking for strategies. Usually when we start looking at like, okay, well, what are some formulas that I can apply to easily create success? But why is there a problem? Because it doesn't take into account your capacity, your circumstances, your viewpoint, your heritage, your capabilities, your skills, your talents. It takes none of this into account. That doesn't mean that formulas and strategies are wrong. But when we apply it from a place of, how society has taught us, well, these are the influencers. These are the people that know about success. You have to listen to them. We're completely ignoring that part of us that has capacity. And so you end up with a lot of entrepreneurs who follow strategies like post three or four times a day and have a hundred calls a day. Like I come from very old sales where you really, it's just like you have an Excel sheet and you dial for dollars. It's smile and dial. <laughs> Like, tell me that that wasn't the most soul-sucking thing you've ever done. It was. And it isn't, it isn't physically hard. It isn't physically hard to do this, but boy, did it exhaust you and burn you out, didn't it? Oh, yes. Right? Because it didn't take into consideration what your actual energetic capacity is. Are you maybe a single? that has three kids and cannot spend eight hours dialing for dollars, for instance, right? And so what did I say at the beginning is that the first thing that we do is we point it back to us and we're like, well, maybe I'm not meant for this. Maybe I'm not good enough. Right? Yes. And so the response to all of this is generally more work to that kind of what we consider to be a failure, Right. Just because we don't see success, we sometimes consider that a fail, which is a lot of bullshit. Um, exactly. And that's where a lot of burnout comes from. And so every type responds to that differently in human design. And so when we look at human design, I went off on a deep tangent here, but I hope that that that's makes okay. sense. That's okay. No, it, it's so good because I don't feel like enough people are talking about this. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. And so the way that human design can really help you create more easeful success is it looks at you as an individual. It doesn't give you just a blanket statement. Yes, we have types. Sure. They have a general strategy and a general formula, but that's like the tip of the iceberg. There are over 2 billion different configurations, which means that there is something that is very unique to you. Maybe you have certain centers to find that govern that you need to rest a little bit more. Maybe you are a type that generally isn't very energetic in the first place. Maybe one of your variables means that, right? So these are all sort of very advanced terms already. You don't need to know what they mean, but there are so many components that dictate 
how you might function. And then not to say, how does inspiration come to you? How do you cope with self-value if you have a defined or undefined heart issue? So there's so many things that we can take into consideration that just aren't blanket. And when we start to understand these, we can stop being like, I'm going to take these strategies for face value and just apply them willy nilly. And we can be like, okay, well, what if that strategy actually feels good for me, feels fulfilling, feels like I can have the capacity to actually do, because it's like having anything successful technically in a nutshell, super simple, right? You have something you want to offer, you show it off, you go and make some offers. Like, but just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and when you did my human design for me, when you started talking about it, I was like, oh, I don't think that's me. And then you looked at other areas on the chart, for lack of a better word. And you said, bottom line is, I'm sort of somebody who dives into everything. I say yes to everything. It is my natural instinct. And yet through human design and you doing, a, you know, looking into it for me, you're like, give yourself a day or even an hour. And I've been doing that since we spoke a week or so ago. And I can't tell you almost half the things that I originally would have jumped at was not something I wanted to jump at the next day. It blew my mind. So already, just by having that visit with you, I've learned I have a much easier week this week because when we spoke, I didn't say yes to a bunch of things after that that uh, came my way. And I... it. It blew my mind because when I'm listening to you, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, okay, I'll wait, right? And which is not my style. And so I really dove in and did it and it shocked me. And it made for an enjoyable week this week. I, I mean, I just, I thank you. <laughs> it's crazy. You share that. It's so crazy. I, I, so if anyone is curious about human design, before we go on to the rest of the questions, you definitely need to speak with Adina because she, through my human design, she, in a very short call, changed everything about how I'm working now, which is really, really exciting. So um, for those out there that are going and checking out human design and looking to take a quiz, is there a quiz that you think is the best or better than others? So I would go to a website called Jovian Archive. It's literally, if you just put into Google or in any search bar, human design chart, it's free. It's not really a quiz. Um, it's, no, it's, yeah, I said a quiz like personality wise, but it is, you're right. It's not, it's like, it, it was good. That's the one I did. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So you put in your birth chart and the kind of thing that you need to know is obviously your, your birthday, your birth city, if you know this. And if you have obviously your birth time, the, the more accurate it is, the better. I appreciate that sometimes people don't know their birth time. Um, I've had yeah friends who've been adopted before and they just couldn't get that kind of information. Um, there are things that you can do, but just to find out your type is you can just pull up your chart for a few times in the day and see if the type generally stays the same. And that, that kind of brings me to my next question. Um, I know that I've heard a lot of people sort of wonder how human design differs from like a personality quiz like Enneagram or Myers-Briggs. How are those different? 
So the personality test does exactly what it does. It takes it takes aspects of your answers as per your personality and makes them like formulates them into a archetype, so to say. Human design isn't so much archetypal. What it does do, and this is probably what you said in the very beginning, it sounded a little bit very woo-woo. And there is a part of it that's very woo-woo because it is a modality that is created from astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, the chakras, and quantum physics. So yes, there are aspects. It is not a science. It is not a personality quiz. But what it does do is the idea behind it is that the, the planets on the day that you were born, the energies on the day that you were born, have created a sort of blueprint and it also takes into account up to i think around 80 days before your birth is when what we call your design crystal is created and then through those like three months time approximately three months your design is built and then from the moment you're born that is like sort of like the finalized quote-unquote product to put it a little bit bluntly but i think that that's actually quite a quite a fun analogy it's just like you have been created i thought that that was quite fun and so that's differs because it doesn't tell you what is your personality it doesn't tell you um like for instance like enneagrams do they don't say like oh well you're a very confident person or you're a you're someone who does things very quick what human design does is you can have two people with the same chart but they express that energetic dna very differently like twins if you will right very much like twins twins the same dna or have the same dna but they express themselves very differently and the same is true for human design it's just your energetic map it's it gives you language for something that you already know so with working with an expert like yourself it really helps to be able to dive deeper than just the chart and the description that you get when you you know take the answer all the questions that come up with your human design. Does human design then not change over time? Like fundamentally, that's your sort of core or how does that work? Yeah, it never changes. Uh, Your design is your design and it just stays the way it is. Because again, your design is determined by your time of birth and the location of it, right? And the constellation. But you can work within your human design with an expert like yourself, like I did, which had some massive um, positives in my life just by taking a little tip here and there. Like I I still am shocked at how effective it was. Um, So before I get to, well, let me just ask this first. What are three things that you think have helped you grow your business? It could be tools, advice, et cetera. So obviously human design. Um, <laughs> that was obviously. a setup for sure. But <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> because I experienced it. You you helped me to learn something that I literally had no clue on. So it was good. And I love, I love that you share your experience. I think that that is so valuable because you know we we sometimes forget that an individual experience can sometimes give us permission to step into that for ourselves as well. So human design definitely was a major tool that helped me understand my own success, helped me tap into my own success. And the way that that kind of works is because um, obviously the, the, the way that each type interacts is going to be very different. So to give you an example, me as a projector, 
I like it doesn't work. Most of the marketing strategies and most of the sales strategies, they just simply don't work for projectors and manifestors, by the way. Uh, they simply don't work for us. And that is simply because of our energetic makeup. And then you take into account, uh, I'm going to go a little bit advanced, but it'll make sense in a minute. We've just the way that inspiration comes to us, right? It's just like, how do I know what to price myself? How do I know what program to offer? How do I know who to speak to, etc.? There are variables in my particular design that meant that ruminating over this and sitting down and brainstorming this won't do anything for me, right? Because I have um, what we call an open crown, for instance, and I'm designed to have answers come to me as I am engaging in different activities, for instance. Um, couple that, you and I, we both share this with an emotional authority. The world has taught us to be spontaneous. Turns out half the world are emotionally defined. So half of us have to actually take a night and sleep on it. I, and you know, when you talked about that to me, it was really apparent because I think you asked me, I don't remember the exact words, but you asked me something like, do you ever say yes and regret it the next day? Or when it comes time to do whatever it is that you said yes to, do you feel that resistance? Like, I just want to be in bed today. I don't want to be doing X, Y, Z that I agreed to last week when it sounded great. Like, I need to check in with myself. It blew my mind. Yeah. And the thing is, again, it sounds so simple. It's none of the stuff that I told you. And I've only like touched the surface, right? I know. Tell you is stuff that you didn't know, right? So that's the beauty of it. It's, it's, it's almost like this confirmation that gives you permission of like, also, I'm not broken. Also this like, what so I'm not like weirdly wired. Oh, okay. So now I can play it to my strengths. Right. And so that's why it is such a, huge tool for success because for the longest time um anyone who is listening who's a little bit more advanced in in human design i have the um, left angle cross of individualism like my success story is literally i will attract wealth and abundance when i am simply myself obviously in my chart it shows me what that might look like right then you can have people with the cross of the sleeping phoenix or the cross of the cross of planning and they work vastly different to that right they can have aspects of planning and that's how they find success so there's so many different variables when you start applying that to your business right which brings me back to the whole burnout thing i don't like i post when i want (laughs) I work with the people that I want. I don't and, it, and the timing will work out. <laughs> right? Like I don't I don't plan a lot of these things and things that like they're very fluid for me. And the thing is I think again as a as a as a tool in and of itself, the beauty is simply how do we learn what decisions are correct for us? And well, if you make decisions that are correct for you, that feel good. Well, it's inevitable that success is coming to you because you're going to be more motivated to continue, even though other people might find what you do is hard. If it is correct for you, then what does it matter? Correct. Yes. Amazing. Do you have um, a couple other tools or advice that have helped you beyond um, human design? Uh, Yes. (laughs) It's going to sound weird, but Siri. (laughs) Oh, I am so glad you said that. I am a little bit obsessed. She runs my whole life. 
for me, it's a he with a British accent, and I love it. And he is my assistant. And the thing is, Siri for me is literally like a lifesaver because I can I can be on the road and suddenly my inspiration hits like in the middle of nowhere, and then I can just put on the dictating tone. I'm like Siri, just write this down. Siri, remind me to do this. And it's the like it sounds. I'm so glad that you that you appreciate oh. this, but like massive massive tool for productivity makes me feel like I have a VA when I'm maybe one, like, I don't always need a VA. Cause like, I just follow my own design. Right. But yes, when I need someone to constantly, I'm just like, yeah, Hey Siri, can you just remind me to do this? And Siri's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, Hey, cool. <laughs> I, I'm doing pricing for a proposal and I have Siri do my adding. I eat- I have it, have her turn on my lights, turn off my lights, play sleep sounds for me to go to sleep. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm, I've got her on my watch and I say her because I did first have the male, um, who has the English accent who I loved, but my husband didn't want him in the bedroom. (laughs) I'm like, all right, well, I can't live without Siri. So I'll put it back to a female. I'm like, whatever works. Right. I am obsessed obsessed with her. I'm so happy I found someone else that feels the same. Yeah. And by the way, this totally has to come up in a Christmas trivia for you. It's just like, who is, who or what is someone that my husband didn't want to have in the same bedroom? Uh, oh, that's so good. I'm totally going to use that. That is hysterical. <laughs> All right. Well, now I, now I feel like everyone has fallen in love with you and fallen in love with what you can provide in terms of human design. So I would love for you to tell us what kind of services do you offer so that anyone watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast can go ahead and, and make, you know, take action. That's so sweet. Thank you. I just love talking about human design. design (laughs) I'm obsessed with Pinterest like that. So I think we're very similar in that way. I love it. Um, so basically, what was the question? What services? I Yeah, what type of services do you offer to, with regards to human design so that anybody, how do they dip their toe in? How do they take it to the next level? What kind of services do you offer? Right. Thank you. I was so excited that you just said that you talk about it. That's not the question. I heard it, but it also went through. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know the so, feeling. Yes. <laughs> glad i do do human design readings for business especially so if anyone wanted to like you don't need to know anything i will literally start from the beginning or if you do know something i can make it a little bit more advanced which is quite tailored um and i do do my entire coaching practice for teams for your business for your uh, office and anything um human design is a very integral part of what i use in that series because i like what works for me may not work for you right and so who am i to tell you what to do we're using your design to shape your own individual success and um yeah i've had some really really great results with this from clients um and i mean you you thank you for sharing your experience with this it's it's i i love hearing these experiences because it's just so valuable to hear yeah, I I shared with you what I knew from, you know, do it going on t- online and figuring it out, but you went in such a short period of time 
you like knew my, my inner workings, my mind, like what, how I felt, how I moved right through the universe or through business. Um, and it is, I, I, definitely feel like every single person that is interested should absolutely contact you. This has been invaluable. And, um, and surprise, Adina has brought us a gift today. So she has a webinar on how to scale your business and have more sales without doing more. It is fabulous. And she's giving it away for free. I will have all the information um, down below. So you can just check all that information. Adina, thank you so much for your valuable advice and for your time today, especially because you're in England and, um, you know, I'm over here in California. So finding a time on the schedule, I really, really appreciate it. What is the best way for people to get in contact with you in case they do want to take this conversation further? That's so sweet. It's been such a pleasure to be here. I just love you. You're amazing. I love you too. Uh, I will be working with you so everyone out there can hear. I absolutely am going to dive in deeper with Adina for sure. I love it. Can't wait. So one of the best ways to reach me is either on my website, um, adinacroll.com with a K, um, and Instagram, if I'm very honest. like I, I hang out a lot on Instagram, so if you just DM me there or throw me an emoji. That's really cool. I've recently rebranded my free Facebook group where I will also be sharing a lot of human design tips as well. But yeah, those are like the three places you can, you can find me. The group's called the wealth rebellion. So if you wanted to look at it, um, that's, that's just happened yesterday because as per my design, I was waiting for clarity over time. <laughs> that is so perfect. Cause that's one link that I didn't have and I just wrote it down. So I'll be able to share it with everyone in the notes here um, and including the place where you can go ahead and view that webinar. So I always yes. love to end my, my podcast with saying, go out there and do something good for your business by checking out Adina's gift, uh, which is that webinar, how to scale your business and have more sales without doing more. Cause let's be honest, we all need a little bit of that. But also I find that I listen to podcasts in my car or when I'm working out. And the thing is, is if you take all of the learning that you have and you don't take at least one action from what you've learned, then you haven't really improved your business much. You've just been listening. So I really hope that you go out there and take the human design information. Go watch Adina's gift of her webinar and do something good for your business so that you can actually grow your business. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Adina. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show to be automatically notified for each episode. Visit the notes for the links mentioned in this episode and to connect with me. And as always, please take one tip from this episode and implement it in your business. Bye.